And I had to restart. That's Bloody Mary. What's that? Did you ask me if it's Bloody Mary? So it's the Canadian version of a Bloody Mary. It's a Caesar. What is is that? So we don't do Bloody Marys in Canada. We do Caesars. So this is Clamato juice, um, vodka, Worcestershire sauce. Um, What do you guys put in a Bloody Mary? Vodka and tomato juice. Tomato juice, right? So we do Clamato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I and that's not unheard of here. I don't like no. tomato juice very much. I love me a Bloody Mary though. Interesting, it's that different, eh? I I don't know if I've ever had a Bloody Mary. I probably have. It's not that different. I mean, I'll drink it. Yeah. <laughs> but no. this is my entry into my evening of drinking, like just easing in, even though it was probably a poor choice because it's jangly. Um. Anyways, I'm so excited Where... to be talking to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> Where in Canada are you? I'm in Toronto. Where are you? You're in LA? Uh, no, I actually live in Northern California. Uh, I'm LA based. I moved up here a few years ago. And so sort of freelance full time and now spend a lot of time in LA, but live in a postcard. So. Okay. Well, I, check me out. Ha! That's yeah. so funny. Yeah? That's so funny. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I know. So for the people listening, uh, I'm just... You Are know, we recording right? now? Okay. Oh, wait. Always be recording. I, I'm probably okay, going to edit great. some of this out, but keep some of it. But um, yeah, I'll we're be. just showing off um, Amber Lewis's new book, which like in this book, how many of these would you say were styled by you? That's funny. Um... I mean, I haven't done an actual count, but I mean, I was actually started. (laughs) Well, it is. Yeah, I haven't. um, By the way, to join you, so you're not drinking. Thank you. Because we're celebrating. That's good. That's. I mean, you didn't just join me. You one upped me. (laughs) I. Oh, I'm scared for you! Wow, this is a first. Oh, I'm pro, and I love it. Uh, I live the champagne lifestyle, baby. Yeah, you do. Are we in? I hear you. Yay, I see you and I hear you. (laughs) Yes, cheers. Okay, we got those this time. Um, Okay, here's what's going to happen. No, that sounded aggressive. Um, Do I just call you CJ or do we like to... I mean, I've called other things, but that's my preference. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just going to say CJ. Are you um, smoke? What are you I'm smoking? Right. I'm uh, lighting incense. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, uh, Carl John Sandgren is my actual name. Okay. I saw Carl John when I was oh, reading reading this this gem in here. Oh, she told me Carl John. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I like my name. My dad was Carl. And so, I mean, I was like inside my mom when I became CJ, so. Yeah, it's funny. My dad's name is Michelle, so how's that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really confusing. <laughs> He's French. We're French. So, yeah, I, it's, it gets confusing up in there. Okay. Um, sorry, Sandrin? Sandgren, S-A-N-D-G-R-E-N. Sandgren. Yeah. Sandgren. There we go. Still going to call you CJ because that's what you're... Okay. All right, guys. I am probably the most excited not to put all this pressure on you cj <laughs> i have a cool job i know I, it i'm the most excited that i have ever been to talk to a human on my podcast 
ever because I'm here with CJ Sanger. Oh my God. CJ. Just CJ. He's rad. His website says so. His Instagram says so. Um, Sangrin. Yeah. I don't know why I can't. I don't know why I can't do it. Nobody ever says it, so it doesn't matter. That's why I just CJ is easy. Yeah. And he. Okay. So you style for Amber Lewis, who is my hero, heroine, heroine. She's incredible. I'm holding the book that she just published, that you were a part of. I just read the part where she acknowledged and thanked you. I'm going to talk about that too. Oh, did that happen? I didn't notice. Yeah, I hadn't noticed. I don't have it framed and highlighted and all that good stuff. Um, And you have worked, I saw, with Kelly Wurstler. Yes. Like, oh my God, I'm so freaking, I can't even believe you said yes to me. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you for being here. That's so funny. Well, I mean, it is like, uh, I do get asked a lot how I bet. exactly what I do. So um, it's sort of funny to now sort of by, by you be asked to sort of encapsulate it in some way, which, you know, it's interesting, I guess. It's funny. To, it's, an, it's always cool to talk to people who have a particular interest in what I do because, you know, it's sort of obscure to a lot of people and um, sort of hard to explain to people who aren't in the biz necessarily. I mean, even then, I mean, I'm still explaining to designers what I do exactly, why they would want. They've heard that they should hire me or have a stylist, but don't exactly either know what that entails or why, how they would benefit from that uh, or why. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, Amber was like a big, big project for the last, you know, two or three years, over two years. And so, and you're just um, so dang talented. I cannot like, you're like styling goals to me. Um, I can't tell you how many times, like I look at Amber's Instagram and her, the shelf styling. And I know that it's yours because it's on your portfolio page. Like your shelf styling is impeccable. Incredible. I take pride in my shelfies. I do do too. And I have got a long way to go, but I like, I just want to suck all of the knowledge, but I want you to start by telling me maybe like how you got to doing this. Like I assume there maybe was an evolution. Like what's your backstory? Yeah, um, because there really isn't or wasn't, especially until now, it seems, um, any real reference for, like, what I'm doing specifically now. Um, So the path has been sort of, you know, continually evolving. It's it's for everybody. Um, But yeah, it's not like, you know, you go to school to be a stylist. uh, Okay, you don't? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, that wasn't an option for me. Yeah. And that's why I see it's evolving is that it was, um, I mean, when I started freelancing, I didn't know what I was. Um, it wasn't like, there weren't a lot of references uh, for me uh, in a way that seemed relatable. You know, there were like TV shows and whatever. Yeah. And, um, that I'm actually fairly shy. Put it, I mean... This is cool because, like, I know you're watching me, but yeah, the camera in my face is—I just kind of climb up or whatever. I mean, anyway, so I didn't really know. I 
uh, did go to school for graphic design. Me too. Uh, clearly, I'm on the right path. It wasn't a bad one. Basically twins, yeah. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, was kind of like I went to school to get out of my parents' house. It was a bit of a delay uh, in starting that. I didn't, I wasn't exactly like passionate about graphic design. I definitely had interests there. Um, Always was, you know, drawn to art and design Um, interiors as well. But I didn't really feed that at first. I did, but not in any realistic, in my mind, sort of way. Like monetary type of way? Well, I didn't really see, uh, I don't know. I think I was just shy about what I, you know, especially now can look back and see were sort of roots or sort of seeds being planted. And um, yeah, I I thought I'd be more professional, whatever that means. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't really see, I knew I wanted to be, you know, successful at something. I just really, I'm glad I didn't really invest too heavily too early on in any one direction because ultimately I would have probably been dissatisfied if I took a more traditional sort of uh, professional route. Uh, I mean, even if I had went to like interior design school or something, I don't know that it would have really put me on Mm -hmm. the right, kind of path. I mean, it probably would have been great, but like, that's not what happened and I'm happy about it. Um, but so, yeah, I, I, after school did, um, work in graphic design. Um, and ultimately wasn't, it wasn't fulfilling to me. It was too, I mean, you're sitting in front of the computer. I'm a really active outdoorsy kind of guy. And, um, I don't know. The client kind of interaction wasn't super rewarding. It wasn't, the work wasn't particularly personal. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I didn't really feel, you know, inspired or proud necessarily of anything I was doing there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I did okay, you know, it was fine. And I got really great experience. Um, The design school stuff really, you know, obviously I got a lot of like core um, learning there. Uh, and creative stuff and being designs, you know, heavy. I, I, it was a really good period of time for me. Um, and then I got, I trans, I, I worked on a lot of real estatey things, but I was like designing their flyers and okay, yeah, and, yeah, marketing things. Um, and then trans moved out of that and actually started working for a handbag company mm-hmm. and was doing like. Some design stuff for them, like brochures and all of their like marketing stuff. And um, that was great. That was a really cool job because I was like in an actual design environment. It was in a loft in downtown. There was like sewing machines and fabric everywhere. And uh, I would go work with the production manager to see the stuff being made. And um, at that job, I started uh, traveling quite a bit for them and would do, I coordinated all their trade shows. And so I was in New York a lot. And oh, which that's was pretty cool. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I was really young too. So it was like, oh my gosh, I have this like Yeah, cool job. I'm flying like, for work. Like, like this is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like flying to New York all the time. Uh, I actually designed the trade show booth, uh, which was like a very cool little like, you know, mobile boutique. Yeah. Um, it was neat. There's a CJ satchel. I got to design a bag that they put my name on, which was what what brand is the purse brand? 
Uh, it was it was Timmy and Leslie. I don't know if they're still there. It was uh, okay. they got really no, she was a handbag designer, but then got really uh, known for diaper bags. Actually, like oh. fancy diaper bags. Okay. So, yeah, I sold diaper. She niched bags. down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was great. It was successful, high end stuff, and uh, really, really good experience um, for me. I was because I would run the trade shows. There was also like, uh, it's not my like favorite focus but I do sell things well just because I'm excited about them yeah and so I'm like fun to talk to about it and you know that yeah um so that I was there and then um got laid off actually there was a whole restructure new president whatever uh, I was there for a few years and then um was it was in the you know the last big recession and so i honestly was unemployed for two years and um that was tough but i'm you know i will say relative especially to this conversation that i have always been really forward thinking and forward moving um i've never really and i'm fortunate that it's worked out that i never uh, every pursuit of mine has been knowing what I love um and as it may not have been a job I particularly wanted but it it was somehow related to where I would ultimately want to be anyway we're we're and not knowing exactly where that was again I knew it wasn't going to be an interior designer I knew I did I knew that there was thing things that had elements of what it you know I was into but um Every job I've had, I mean, even the real estate stuff and the bag company, like it's always still fed my creativity. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it, it and they were all, you know, in some way I can tell you now how partic- specifically relative they are or were to what I do even today. It's completely not related to interiors or photo shoots or anything like that. So I would always really try to develop my skills. And so even, even in that time of unemployment, it was like, that's when I built my website. That's when I would just have my own photo shoots in my apartment. And now just at that to, time, are uh, you building like intentionally towards styling or like, what are you building your website to sell you well, that, to doing? Right. And then that was really the time that I like nailed down uh, exactly not exactly, I guess, but what I think it is that I did. And I... What was I, that at the time? Well, a stylist. You yeah, know, I okay. Really, I, I, must, I do that. And um, I, again, I didn't realize it was like a real job or something that I could like do full time or mm-hmm. what that looked like, how that would lay out. Um, so... And I'm sorry, know, how long ago was that? Oh, I'm getting feedback. Hopefully we're going to be okay. How long ago was that when you built your uh, website? five I mean almost 10 years ago probably okay for a while um I just knew also that I needed for anything I mean it's less uh necessary I feel it's necessary because you need to I mean especially with what I do which is all visual to be able to communicate that you have to see images Mm -hmm. Um, so Instagram obviously now it's more than ever and more than anything for me um is really important but the website was important just because 
I needed to, it forced me to identify myself um, separate from like a client because I do work for, you know, lots of different kinds of people with, you know, a, a wide range of aesthetics and styles. Yeah. And <laughs> that was a really big challenge for me is to determine what mine was. Like if without the direction of my yeah. client, like what would it look like if it was all mine and just me? Which was really, it still is, you know, very challenging. That's um, so nice to hear. <laughs> it's nice yeah, to hear I'm, well, I mean, I think that's a key. And I think that's what everyone struggles with, whether, however, they actually, you know, are able to identify that. It's, you know, I, you talk about it. I think people that have uh, success, especially, you know, in art and design and, you know, anything visual, it's... Um, I don't know. You have to have a point of view and you, mm -hmm. have, to have that, and you have to know where you stand on things. Cause you know, even with a client who's, you know, very successful and they're, they've proven obviously to have incredibly valuable input. That's who I'm styling for. Or working yeah. for. Um, you know, so I mean, I don't know. It's uh, just really, I don't know. I, so whatever, I guess I got sidetracked, but back to the no. skills. Um, so I really, I do take that pride in that. And I mean, and again, it wasn't always so conscious. It's like, I can look back and say, oh, I was always feeding uh, the, the, my favorite parts of me or the things that most inspired or fed my soul or whatever yeah. um, the most. And that's benefited me. I mean, also in that time, uh, I, uh, met and started, well, I had met her before, but uh, met at her a cocktail party and uh, we hit it off really well. And she is a very high-end uh, florist mm. and she needed someone to help her on a job. And I was like, you know, again, unemployed. I was like, oh, hell yeah. And I'd seen her work. I was like, I'd love to do that. How cool. I mean, I've always been interested. Like I hear that all, the I've always been interested. Yeah. And um, it's all, you know, it's beautiful. And, but also like that every part of my job there, it's really beautiful in the end. Yeah. But it's a lot to get there. Um, oh, yeah. And so, you know, I know, you know. They're right? schlepping. I want to it's talk to you about like, the schlepping in a bit. I heard you venting about that the other day and I was laughing. I'm like, that's like man. That's the part that I like super struggle with. I'm like, Dave, I joked to my partner, Dave, like, man, the schlep is real, man. I can't deal with the schlep. Yeah. Yeah. It is so well, hard. It's of, so exhausting what you but, do. Yeah. yeah, that is. It's thank you for acknowledging that. But yeah, it that's is. part of like why you know, that's this kind of stuff that we talk about when, yeah, when what the benefit of that is. Okay. I have um, to say, yeah. you just said that you heard me venting about that. Are you saying that you listened to a podcast of mine? I have listened to, I, of course I had to like know what I was getting into. Thank you. I might not have done that, but I appreciate that. I feel a little bit like honored that you actually listened oh. to one. <laughs> so nice. Thank you. I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah, I that was a really amazing and continues to be an amazing relationship. She's a one of my closest friends, Ilga Ziegler, Magdalena's Flowers. And, you know, that was also uh, my first, like, heavy introduction to extremely high-end luxury. Um, she's How did you feel about that upon entering that? Like, did you at all feel like, 
I don't belong here in extremely high luxury or did you, were you like, yeah, no, this is totally where I'm supposed to be. I was, well, I guess not. I mean, I didn't ever felt that I didn't belong there. I think that um, I, I was always a fancy boy and still sort of am, I guess. And, but I, uh, yeah, I, I was never overly intimidated by it. It can be, it certainly is like another world. Um, but I think that what's key for me. And I think that like part of why Ilga kept bringing me back is that I have a total respect for it mm-hmm. and I, an understanding, especially now for that. And I, you know, I know my place and however upstairs, downstairs as that might sound, it is. I mean, I'm not walking through the front door in those places, mm-hmm. you know, I'm using the service entrance. I'm in the, you know, butler's pantry and working with the maids in the kitchen or whatever. And I'm completely comfortable with that. It's like, I know that I'm at work. And so I'm not overly caught up in like the luxury of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I am in that I get to work with like amazing things in incredible spaces. Um, but yeah, I slid right on into, uh, the luxury world. No problem. That's amazing. Yeah, and so cool. like, okay. And I saw, I didn't realize until I was reading, um, you know, and I, on your website about the flower stuff and yeah. obviously that comes in really handy that you can do the styling and take care of, of that at the same time. Um, well, that's what I mean about like having, you know, all these ways that I sort of invested in what would ultimately be, you know, what I did. And I mean, I do that stuff anyway. Um, That's another thing. It's like this all comes fairly natural to me. If I'm not at work styling for somebody, I'm doing it at my house anyway. Yeah. And like I, you know, my favorite Friday night, if I'm home alone, is like a a bottle of wine and redoing my shelves. Yes. You know? like, <laughs> do you have like a whole space somewhere where it's just extra accessories? Like, do you have your own inventory that you work with? I do. I'm fortunate to, um, with the house that I bought in Northern California, I have um, a detached uh, studio and office space. So good. It's pretty nuts though. Uh, that I have that. And it's great. It's out in my backyard and it's like my so my whole office is windows. I'm basically sitting in my garden in my beautiful office space. Um, but yeah, I have um, you know, less now. I it always just rotates, but I have to have stuff. Um you know, more now I go to projects and they're, they're pulling things ahead of time. Or oh, great. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. That's um, amazing for sure. Yeah, but I never show up empty handed. Um, I know like the basic things that I'll, I'm likely to need. Um, so yeah, I actually have, you know, rows of shelving, you know, industrial shelving with, you know, vases and baskets and trays and mm-hmm. I have like so much flatware. Yeah. It's textiles, mountains of textiles. Um, so that's exciting uh, for me personally. I just like, I can go shop my own, you know. Yeah, that's, I, that's a key, like a goal of mine is to build inventory, which will just hopefully make the schlep a little less horrendous and that's the thing is it's like that's you know i have i don't have to usually buy trays or pool trays or again flatware or i've got 
so many textiles that it gets really specific on different projects, but I have something to, yep. you know, I approach it. Mm-hmm. things I've got lots of weirdo you know I'm, I'm, a lot of what I do I have like funky objecty things mm-hmm. um and yeah I certainly shot my own I mean and that's all separate but I I certainly shot my own house because my yeah favorite, that's where my favorite things are. exactly it's definitely off limits stuff just because it would be beautiful in another space especially because they're usually photo shoots these days and so it, it will come back um, but, uh, yeah, there's things that I kind of like that no one else has seen. Yeah. I was thinking that too. I could totally see that Yeah, early on. Like, are you, first of all, there's one thing I like about the idea of styling for like merchandising or photo shoots or designers is that removal of the client personal, um, you know, somebody who's so closely attached to it. And I feel like I don't know this, but it feels like you get a little bit more creative freedom and leeway, which just makes it a lot easier um, for the creativity of it all. Um, How do you mean uh, creative? So so it's like with a client, um, if I'm styling their, well, it's also for me, I'm like new this, I've only been doing this four years and I was a graphic designer and then I was in marketing up until four years ago. And um I struggle with reminding myself that, hey, if I did have a photo shoot, I can still just restyle it for that. But when I'm going in, a lot of the times I'm styling for them and I get a budget and then they're like, oh, and it like pains my heart that they don't want to keep this thing. That's like, well, it's about the mix and, you know, varying the stuff and they, or the, you know, so when you're working with a designer, they just want you to make sure that the photo looks great. And that's what the goal is versus styling for a client who it's their home. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's not like the person that occupies this space isn't yeah. typically there. Like, um, if we think about these spaces, right, that you're styling for, are yeah. these like, are you going in and styling ever for the designer for the client? Or is this pretty much like for the photo shoot and a lot of the stuff that we see that's been styled actually leaves the house afterwards? <sighs> I mean, it could go either way. Yeah, um, yeah. Fortunately, what's in, it's a, that's like one of my favorite parts is uh, seeing a how seeing an own, the owner of a home walk through the home after I've had my hands on it because mm-hmm. obviously they've already been in the space before. Um, even with all the furniture, even with everything yeah, there, yeah. to see you know flowers in the right places to see like the throws done well I you know just like what I do and like that's really exciting um to see like the real end result the reaction but uh and very very often you know they want it to stay like what they're seeing yeah like I'll take all of it (laughs) yeah that, that that has totally happened which rarely you know but yeah that's like you know do they ever say, like, do you ever go, yeah, but no, that's like a person, like, that's my inventory and it's like sentimental. I can't. Oh, I've definitely not let things go. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> follow up. Unless the price is right. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's funny. I, th- there are a couple of things I'm like, I don't even want to talk to you about the price because like, it's not an option. I don't yeah, care. There what is no price. Or, yeah. Like that's mine. Uh, and that's usually like art or whatever. Yeah. But- 
This podcast is supported by Ultralux Linens. And guess what, guys? I got my new living room drapes. And of course, it was Ultralux Linens that made them. And they're absolute pure perfection. So I have never owned real drapes before. No, I've owned real drapes. I haven't owned custom drapes before. And so I really feel like I've made it. And I love them because they don't flare on the bottom, which is a huge pet peeve of mine. I don't like a really bulky drape. And so when they arrived... They were perfectly accordion folded. Don't think that's the technical term for it, but they were perfect and they went in and it's like it transformed my living room. They are made perfectly. The pleat is perfect. The length was perfect. Everything was amazing. And I've got more drapes coming in. It's like they're coming. They're coming fast and furious. I've got my bedroom and I've got my music nook and dining room next. So I'll keep you posted. But guys, they carry over 75 different fabric brands. And the great thing is it's all under one roof. You're going to get the exact same designer pricing you'd get if you went to all of these brands direct. You can tell them about new brands you're interested in in case they don't happen to have them. And she will absolutely try to get those for you. They have towels. You can pick the colors that you want. They have bed linens. You can get custom duvet covers made. Again, just pick any old fabric you want. Get exactly what you need. Bingo, bango. You are done. And there's so much more. They carry so many different things. It's incredible. If you are not already following them on Instagram, go to Ultralux Linens. Follow them. Let's give them a little love. Also go to ultraluxlinens.com. And if you are in the GTA and you are at the Toronto International Design Center, they are suite 202 on the second floor. So go check them out, guys. They're amazing. Just so you know, when I do my podcast, I'm very selfishly trying to understand (laughs) to like translate that into how I do things and whatnot. Um, Do you ever worry about... um, Items being reused and seen in multiple homes? Um, Not really home to home because it'll certainly be used differently. And um, like art, if what what if we think about like art? Yeah, I mean, I guess that's sort of like how the client views that. I don't, I certainly am careful about that. Like to use the book as an example, I didn't bring the same accessories to multiple shoots and those were in different homes, but I knew that they would be bound together and that, you know, that's yeah. like, that could, that's been a, that's a fun game I've always played is like to look at like an interior spread and like watch the traveling floral arrangement. And oh I'm my like, God. I worked with a, a photographer. That's in the bedroom and in the dining room. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I'm very against like the traveling, you know, if it was here, don't put it here kind of thing. I'm similar. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, did, it wouldn't, it would bother me less if it was just for like online media of some kind, but this, right. I had to really, I, I, and we talked about it in the beginning was that um, I'm, hyper aware of things like that and knowing that all of these images would be sitting next to each other in some order yeah. um, bound together forever um so it feels like inauthentic and like well you just like i and not everyone would i totally notice yeah. <laughs> um but you know yeah, I don't, I, I try not to, but I, and that's why like what I'm bringing is sort of, you know, basic necessity kind of things. Mm-hmm. I don't get anything too crazy. I will push it sometimes and be like, 
I don't know that they're going to go for this. I think this is an interesting thing. Let's just bring it anyway. Yeah. Um, and which works, you know, plenty of times. And I'm, you know, again, I know who I'm pulling yeah. for. It's like, I really, I try and get as much information about the project prior to, you know, doing any actual work on it, pulling from my own home or shopping for it or whatnot. Uh, or getting that. you ask for? Like, um, you know, if you're styling for a designer, yeah. what kind of things do you want to know before you go into that uh, shoot? When is it? <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> um, well, because, you know, like I've been, you know, called in line to be there this weekend. And then yeah. some of my jobs are like scheduled for months. In yeah. Advance. And so there's, you know, more prep that can happen. I mean, it's it's also like, it really comes down to that last week anyway, like what's actually available? What is the current state of the home? Uh, you know, is it new construction? Is anyone living there now? Um, are we, are you just filling the furniture for the first time or did, was it a, an update, a remodel? Like how I need the, as much of a current lay of the land as possible. Cause a lot of stuff will be like, totally redone since the pictures I've seen or something uh, or they need to add art that's not there or the sofa is being reupholstered you know anything that they're like finishing up so like that's where the schedule gets really important because there is a lot of like things get pushed because that custom piece of furniture didn't come and it's like the key piece of that room um and uh, so that's really important. I really, I'd like to find out personally if the home is currently occupied. Um, that helps because, you know, not always, but typically that means that there's stuff there of some kind. And I can reimagine it probably, possibly in another way. Um, but, you know, it's, it's harder to go to a room that has a, you know, a wall of shelves and they don't own any books. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which happens uh, yeah. sadly more often than I would want. And not because it's a hard job. I'm like, why don't you have books? Yeah. Like, why did you build a library? And yeah. for what? Yeah, exactly. Um, it's pretty, I guess, but it's empty. Um, it's pretty if it's filled with pretty things and styled by CJ. Yeah. But it's like, it, I need to know that because yeah. then I need to figure out how to fill a library, um, which I've done. And it's, you know, there's there are ways to do that. Let's talk about those ways to do that. Well, that, I mean, like the biggest book job I've done, Betsy Burnham Design, who I love. Okay. Um, She is, we did, she hired me to do, she was hired to do a show house um, in San Diego, Coronado Island, an enormous, you know, coastal, you know, house. And so we, for a week, styled that house. Uh, there was a lot of prep for that. Uh, that got it like in a magazine. That was my first time in a magazine, which was a big deal. And she's a great okay. friend. I learned a lot from her, also very high end. And um, so I, in that, that was like my in a pinch. I'm like, okay, this is like, call, don't say you can't do it. Figure out if you can before, and well, yeah, you can fill that whole room full of books. Um, and it also has to like look like that, and it's not just like stuck. not look staged, yeah. Got to look like a beautiful, like someone owns a collections of books or whatever. Um, I at that one, I had a really close friend who uh, 
had recently was relocating her bookstore. Uh, so I know, right? Um, that, well, again, the, all these signs that I do have, I've been building relationships and have connections yes. that inexplicably are related later and still, you know, I had that book connection. And so I sort of used it and, you know, borrowed thousands of books from her. And, uh, but there are websites you can, board, you know, order inches, books by the inch, I think it's, there's a website like that. Okay. You can, you can stage. I'm in LA too, mostly. So there's a lot of uh, staging, production stuff, um, warehousey sort of situations there. Um, so it's it's an option uh, for me to do that myself there. But you know, I I I I, I can only speak to living in. LA. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, ton and endless resources. But again, like, it's like, sure, I could go online and, and, and set it up, but also I just, you know, who do I know? Yeah, to make my yeah. life a little easier. Yeah, slash cheaper, whatever that looks yeah. like. Yeah, so I mean, and that's how I, you know, you start the scrappy way. You know, now I can like pay for things. You know, there's more of a different budget scenario now for me, but uh, most of the time. Um, but yeah, I, I think that I am extremely resourceful and um, I, tr- I try. <laughs> so, you know, it's like that. Uh, what yeah, you care. Intimidating ta- well, what could be an intimidating task? Not that I'm not intimidated by something, but I still, uh, I have faith that my efforts have proven, you know, you know worthwhile so i'll go i'll find books you know whatever what about like okay so <clears throat> you just said you did for um burnham design right yeah is the is the logo red with a squiggly square is this right I don't know. Uh, uh, BurnhamDesign.com. Just making sure I'm the right one. But you said you styled for her a house, right? Um, She's an interior designer, and I've yeah. done projects uh, in homes for her. Yeah, and you said it took a week, right? Um, I'm trying to gauge time, and like sometimes I feel like I take too long. Um, right. And then I talk to people who style houses. Now, I do think there's like varying ranges of like styled houses, where it's like to me just putting a few things like on a it's much more methodical than that but I'm just curious like how many about how many houses are represented in here that you would have worked on not I don't mean like how many but like this is a multiple houses right oh yeah and you styled a lot of them yeah I mean what time are we looking at here I'm like I mean again so like the the projects that I was involved in that specifically are in that book were by the um, way the book being made for a living by amber lewis yes. <laughs> uh, it, we shot we were working on shots for that that i was working on for two and a half years okay um, that yeah. now that is some planning for a book it turns out eh <laughs> oh my gosh she she has an amazing team uh kat chen uh really oversaw the sort of laying off the book she managed that process process so she's incredible uh, everyone that works for Amber really is I and I say that honestly um it's been such That's a great great pleasure <laughs> to work with them really really beautiful cool work you know you know I got to we went to New York together and um 
Yeah, she and I really um, speak a similar language. Uh, I think she said that early on, like I get her. Um, and, you know, so it's just been a really an incredible collaboration. But each of those, you know, there's so many moving parts. Like it's the primary schedules we're looking at are um, the designer, if they want to be there and yeah. hands-on. Um, the photographer and me and you know that those three alone is like an, a feat to get us all together at yeah. the same, in the same city at the same time for you know a week yeah um, and uh yeah but like you know for I can't say if you're looking at an amber shoot there there's they've already been so involved in the actual start to finish design process and amber has three stores now yeah i've got to help <laughs> right a very 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 specific style aesthetic mm -hmm. and so it you know i had to really you know made sure that i fully understood where she was coming from because it's completely different than my personal style mm -hmm. um and so i really i and i i really enjoy that part of the the job is uh really trying to identify um who i'm styling for you know what it's for um i take it i look at things really personally um I, you know i i want things to matter. Um, I want, I, I try to be very, very thoughtful. Um, you know, I, I get weird, you know, I don't think it's weird, but I don't, I won't put things in the room that they won't, don't belong. I don't know. It's like, yeah, it doesn't make sense there. And like, yeah, it looks cool, but it doesn't, I don't know. That's, I don't know. I don't, there's like a lack I of like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really I do kind of consider it. And like, if I, especially if I've met the client or if I've had a conversation um, about who is in the home, you know, it's like, I do consider all of those things when I'm, I'm setting it up. It's not just what I think for myself. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I, I trust that I know what looks good. Yeah. Uh, I can elevate, uh, things. I can help them maybe see things counter to their instinct, but, um, yeah, so it can it can be a lot. I, I mean, I can do stuff over a cocktail in a friend's house and like totally change the game. But you know, I also think that it, working with a shorter timeline is pro is also helpful, especially. Nice. I mean, you can get lost forever. I mean, and I again, I'm never not. I'm never done. Yeah. And at the end of a day, they're like, are you done? I'm like, I, if we're, the lights like, are- I'll come back next week and do it all over again. I'm not going to stop moving. Yeah. Like, done is like, I mean, once the photo has been shot, I mean, it's literally like, okay, we got the photo. It's been tagged. This is the, the final. Then I'll walk away and like, no, or I'll tweak something. I'll be like, one more real quick. Yeah. Like, I think that was really bothering me. Um, I feel like the graphic design, I know for me, what I've noticed is like the graphic design um, experience helps with like um, the photo shoot side of styling and the thinking of like, for me, it's, well, is there going to be like type maybe overlaid somewhere or, you know, 
So I have found that that has been helpful um, in my very limited experience. I, I connected with an agency to try my hand at prop styling, but what you were talking, I, I was like bottom of the barrel. So they, I would get contacted for like a shoot in two days. I'm like, I, I just, I can't work that in 99% of the time because I have projects, but I, where I can, I would, but, um, but, but I do find it, it has been like that experience I have found to be helpful on the side of like looking at a photo and just catching things, which I don't know. I don't know if other, you know, people who don't have that experience necessarily don't have it, but I think it is helpful anyway. Yeah. I mean, again, I think it's like, uh, knowing what you have learned and how to apply it in a way like in your current position, like you may not be doing graphic design, but you still probably there's, I mean, especially with that, like there are principles there. Mm -hmm. There was an effect on how you processed you know, aesthetics. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm still like, I have mild interest in it still, um, not professionally, but um, yeah, I mean, I certainly think it affected how, you know, linearly I look at things, um, balance. I mean, it's all art school stuff too, like, um, you know, volume and, you know, color. And I don't know, I, I, I certainly think that there are, many benefits to having any kind of design degree, I imagine, mm -hmm. regardless of what the job that you could get with that particular degree, yeah. you know, as long as it's feeding what ultimately you want. Fed. Yeah. Yeah. If you can, I mean, let's also not like, I don't take for granted that I have a rad job that I love and some people, you know, don't have the luxury of being able to pursue a job like that. And you have to like, you know, we all got to pay the bills. Yeah. And, um, you know, and I didn't always have like a cool job or whatever. And I did have to like, you know, bottom of the barrel it, but I, it, it was a pretty barrel. <laughs> and, you know, I, uh, and, and so I, you know, I'm willing to do the hard work because I saw the, the benefit, the potential benefit anyway, and um, the value and some of those, like what some might consider, you know, a crappy job um, have, some of them have really provided amazing opportunities for me and mm -hmm. um, really opened doors. And so, you know, I don't really, I, it's hard for me when people struggle with jobs that are like less than sexy because they're, you know, any kind of stigma that might be attached to them. But, you know, I don't have shame in that game. It's like, I will sweat to get it done. And like, I mean, even in design, a lot of people are really fancy and, you know, I can't believe they're wearing that outfit on a job that we're doing. Oh my just, God, I know. I Sometimes like, I'm like, I see that too. And I'm going, am I not? Look, I'm like sweating and I then exactly. end up the day bruised all over my body. Yeah. And, a lot and, of times I'm like, well, I'm going to be working harder than you today because <laughs> you're worried you're not doing anything in that outfit. Yeah, no feel. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's hard work. It's dirty work. It is. It it's is really so dirty. hard. And, 
And that's, I think, discouraging for a lot of people because they, there's a, a fantasy about it. Yeah. And because it is beautiful. I mean, especially now that I work in such luxury, it's like there, there's a, a total fantasy about it. But again, I stay grounded in knowing why I'm there, what I'm doing there. And, you know, I'm there because I want to know more about it. I mean, I grew up watching America's Castles on, you know, documentaries and about yeah. stuff like that. And, and I'm like in those homes now. And it's just, it's amazing. And yeah, again, that's not my style, but man, do I appreciate it. Oh, it must and, be so amazing to be able to take in so many different styles because there's something to learn and take away from all of them too. So. Oh yeah. That's was, why, that's part of why I love, um, working freelance is that it's not, you know, especially with multiple clients, you know, I can, I, I don't know that I would want to only work for Amber. Mm-hmm. I would I'd be a great, you know, company to work for. She's wonderful, incredible teams uh, and really good work. But, you know, that would sort of narrow me into one person's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been really fun to get to go into lots of different kinds of places and work with different designers and I'm learning from that because they all work very differently and yeah um so yeah I I like the that I get to work kind of all over the place um different kinds of you know the whole range yeah it's definitely gotten fancy <laughs> yes <laughs> I will say uh happily you know I like it but not not that it all needs to be it certainly yeah. I don't again I don't live in the spaces that I'm styling. My home's mm-hmm. beautiful and it certainly is styled. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, and I, okay, so one thing, let's talk about the schlep and the process. Because yeah. <laughs> I was saying before, I, I'm always worried because like, especially when there's shelf styling involved and I don't know, I know whenever you're like you you always need way more than is actually like physically needed to to play and so I I would love for you to take me through like what what are your typical projects for a designer like are they normally whole homes that you're styling for or rooms like a few rooms at a time what is a typical project like most of the time um it's probably usually rooms okay uh, multiple I mean again it sort of depends on I'll be you know hired for a room, you know, because okay. they want to go off that. Um, or, you know, while I'm there, let's throw in the office too or something. Um, it, but, you know, they're, they're, because especially, you know, for, with photo shoots, there is like a, a goal there. There's a reason they yeah. were scheduling the shoot. It's they want to get the master, they want to get, or they yeah. did, you know, it depends on what they're trying to show. You know, is it just, you know, is it the actual upholstered pieces in the room? Is it like, did they do something, you know, spectacular with the tile work in that kitchen Mm -hmm. or the wallpaper and the powder room is really unexpected or exciting? Um, Season, you know, matters because, you know, in summer, their, you know, magazine editorial stuff is preparing for another season. And so, um, you know, which clearly affects my styling. Um, not that I do a whole lot of like seasonal work, but like say what I was going to be able to find at the flower market. Yeah, yeah. 
that can get difficult to find what you need so out of season. Yeah. I mean, I don't marry myself to anything. Uh, again, be feeling very resourceful and, and being able to figure it out. I really do have that, like, you know, that is Still a set or yeah. figure it out. And, yeah. um, I feel equipped to do that. So I honestly, even with flowers, I'll ask like, is there anything you love or hate? Uh, yep. Any color you love or hate? Um, otherwise, you know, what I learned from the florist that I worked under and still do is um, freshness and uh, and the, the current beauty is what matters most. I'm not going to go there trying, determined to only get hydrangea and get there and be like, this oh, I see. Yeah. So I'm going to supplement, you know, I, I, I just won't do it. I'll go get, unless it was like, like had to happen. Um, I I'll bring something that I think is maybe comparable, but that is better. <laughs> or yeah. I know that like, if the shoots tomorrow, I'm not buying closed peonies because it'll take three days for them to get to where I would want them to be in a photo. Oh, that's a great uh, hot tip. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, well, yeah, with flowers, like a, a lot of stuff. Like, if you want your roses to bloom, you can't. You have to cut them, you know, days before, mm -hmm. uh, because it, you know, it's going to be captured in that moment, and I can't make roses bloom on a Saturday. Oh, really? That's no, too no, bad. <laughs> so, if you're doing, let's pretend then you you're doing a living room with yeah. a whole bunch of open shelves for a photo shoot and they want to capture the whole room somehow, like whatever, all the angles. Right. What, and the photo shoot is on a specific day. What is the, like, are you going on the same day before the shoot starts or are you building up the week before? Like, what does your process look like? You know, how do you bring all the things in? Are you, you're grabbing from your inventory, you go shop for the things, you have a van, I assume you drive. I, I'm curious, like, do you have a team of people? Is it just you? Take me through the process. Every, yeah, I'm all there. Every Put yourself in one very specific one that you can. Well, there's just like, a, it's the being flexible and resourceful because it's, it's, it really is different every time. I mean, even say like three years of photo shoots with a mostly the same team for Amber, you know, some stuff was the same, but it's like, you never really know what's going to happen until you're there. Um, and especially because like you can walk into the room and it's beautiful, but like then you get the photographer involved and the angles completely change and you have to take a chair out of the room because mm -hmm. the legs are coming into another chair and you can't see what it actually is yeah. or the drapes are all crazy or the lighting's weird. So we're not going to get that angle that we wanted. Um, so it's like sort of remaining really flexible, I think, and, and able to, to work. I do work quickly, but I could also work very, very slowly. If I was to walk into a project like that, again, I would have found out prior, one, see as many current images as possible. Okay. I'll know, you know, oh, there's shelving. Well, how big, what does that actually look like? Um, and what is already there? Um, you know, what, so determining what is missing that will be key, um, that they either need to help me prep by bringing because, or give me time to actually coordinate that. Um, I'm ex more expensive than most of their like assistants 
So they can run around uh, a lot of times also in prep. They also know, have a real, at least a general idea of what they want, where they want it to go or what they think is missing. You know, why did they bring me in? Because they know what am I bringing that they, you know, are wanting from me. The flowers being part of it. That's like a total uh, amazing tool I have in my my box personally because that's mm-hmm. not something that um is is just comes with it you know like you would assume that like oh you're going to be good with it because you're a stylist but like working for a florist and being you know having been a high-end florist is a, a, an incredible asset to anyone that hires me and it's mostly recognized and I've actually gotten jobs specifically knowing that like I love the flowers that you do. I love that you do that. And um sorry, you're gonna plug in. So my thought was um and uh why is that not hold on sorry so sip time yeah, it's getting all watered down anyway, so ah, um, that's no good. Okay, so um, yeah, it's really like I rely on getting as much uh, information as possible, and if they they pull stuff, that's why I always have my my trunk full of stuff because like whether or not I think it's going to be there, I always have throws. I'll always have. Um, you know, just the, the key things that always makes the biggest difference. I will probably bring a bit of, of great uh, coffee table books and candle holders and sticks. Um, so, you know, it, it, I don't know. There's just so many variables, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then I'll go in. The best is to get a day of prep. Um I mean, these aren't cheap photo shoots either. So yeah. they, they tend to acknowledge that you're yeah. going to benefit me f- from me being there with no one else while doing my thing prior to the the pressure of we have, you know, 10 more shots to get and it's noon. Like yeah. we got to move. Yeah. Um, so if I can get in there ahead of time, I mean, absolutely. And um, I've certainly though also had to get there the day of um i mean and also there's a reality like you get what you you do what you can yeah and if it's like if we're gonna do all of this stuff i've probably alerted to you that we're expecting a lot to happen that day and i'm not saying no i'm just saying like we'll be realistic and of course if i have to check in through that day and be like we either need to move faster or the office i'm 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 cutting that there's just like it's not important enough this other room's way more important. It seems, you yeah. know, to me, based on our walkthrough in the beginning or whatever, I know we wanted to try to get that, but we're not going to get that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think realistically. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just being realistic. I'm not going to break down because it's it gets too much. It's like, well, if it's too much, it's too much. Like, they're yeah. really... It's a complete, it's such a technical process that like, I mean, we'll spend five hours just shooting a, a kitchen, Yeah, you know? And it's like, you know, you figure, and these are big homes and we're wanting these, you know, wide shots, but then also we're going to get details. And yeah. again, if there are, um, you know, specific design things that they want to show, like, you know, 
custom things or particularly valuable vintage things that were found or whatever, then, um, yeah, it's like, it can be a lot. I've done, I've done both. Like if you, obviously if you have the time and if you have the budget, then you can, you know, I can hire an assistant or use their assistance or, Um, you know, if they'll pay for me to have like heavy lifters or like, you know, I'll hire, um, like a moving company and then just have them bring stuff in, bring stuff out, move this, you know, Mm. it depends. I can work. I am always ready to work alone. Yeah. Uh, I always assume that I'm going to have to do it all. (laughs) That's probably the best way. (laughs) Well, you know, it's like, and even when there are people there, like, you know, like with a designer, like the photo shoot is what all I'm doing this week. It's not what all of the, they're doing this week. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I have an assistance, but then they're going to have to like, Oh, do something for the rest of the company or the other, their actual boss, you know? So, um, I just, I'm always ready to do it on my own. I certainly, you know, with depending on the scope of the project would recommend and have you know people that I can call in if I need assistance um but typically I mean it doesn't the scale of what I do doesn't I mean I I say that now I'm like no I mean I rarely I, I usually have someone helping yeah like move things around like go like empty yeah, the car like, or yeah stuff that I run an errand like wrap things up yeah like yeah. I need something I don't have it can you go run and get that yeah or like I'm done with this room pull all the stuff that you know is going and start wrapping that up and boxing it up or whatever mm-hmm. um, you know I'll have the assistants go through the whole project photographing everything when we get there as a reference for do they and I'll say do they want us to put it back the way it was or oh, I see generally because yeah. some want that vase exactly on the shelf yes. where yeah. and some people are like whatever like I like what you did because like I did it's, it's all still your stuff yeah exactly uh, I might just make it better yeah like I did that like at my friend's house recently where she knows I mean I already have the go-ahead her and her, her husband she's like you know, if you ever want to do your thing. And I was like, I mean, I'm going to like tweak no matter what, whatever. And yeah, they like. You're like, have, just moving oh, yeah, stuff on the like, shelf and not looking. There, I was like, you know, it was recently, uh, they weren't there. And I was like, uh, you know, in their apartment for a couple of days by myself. And like, oh, I rehung art. Oh, I, my God, like, that's amazing. Fully. And I was like, I didn't actually like some of them. I didn't put them. I was like, I just think that this would be great here. And da, da, da. And they went on board and he actually like hung every, did everything that I said. But yeah, like, I got so fully awesome. into their bookshelves. Yeah. I mean, everything. Um, again, I'm going to do it no matter what. But you know, yeah. it would be better if you paid me, but I'm going to do it anyway. If and, you're okay. Because yeah. like, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I would never just do that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know your audience well. I do know my audience. And if they're <laughs> open to it and, the, you know, most people, especially if I'm in that scenario, yeah. know exactly what I do. Yeah. And feel lucky to, that I'll like, you know, make suggestions or, and I mean, I'm also like, you can imagine, I'm sure you are too. Like all my friends like go to text. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, I get. I get. I have to have boundaries. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I I basically tell people like if you just bought it, like I don't. 
I don't want you to come out of the woodwork. I just, yeah, I, I know. I don't like that. And they, <laughs> well, there's, <laughs> There's, there's a fine line. line like you know and, and i'm not like giving unsolicited advice to everybody um and i've certainly had to draw a line with certain people because it's an extremely valuable skill and people do not understand the level of it's almost like they it's like they think it's they have this perception of what we do that it's so fun and you know but there's a lot of moving pieces and right. like the styling part to me it's the most exhausting approach. yeah well it's really you know up until recently been um highly underrated um, i agree we, with you what I'm goes glad into it you. yeah what goes into it and the impact it has um you know i can put because I'm not, you know, I've got a lot of clients that, you know, hire me repeatedly, but don't, I'm not all, the only stylist that they necessarily hire. And, you know, I can see, mm -hmm. I see, I'm not saying which is better, but I can definitely see a difference. Yeah. And I um, think too, it's like, there is that key of like, some people don't see the difference. It's art, right? Like some people don't notice the difference and unfortunately totally they don't I mean, value it the same people, way i see a difference and i see right. your rooms and i'm like what i i had an aha recently in that you know the the interiors that i am the most drawn to and i when i'm on instagram you know doing my thing it's always always the styling that i am attracted to I love that. A hundred million percent. And I, I realize Well, that. you know that it's styling that you're attracted to. People are attracted to it without not necessarily knowing... Oh, that's true. ...why it yeah. is... But for me, it's like, I'm like, that is well-styled room. That is not a well-styled room. That right. room, that designer needs to hire a stylist. Like, sure, right. it's a great room, but I'm like, it looks weak. I've certainly never had that thought. Yeah, <laughs> not I've never. You're like, DM, hey, could you, here's my website. Um, no, well, it's interesting though, too, because I have designers that hire me and I'll go research them further and see that they have very well-styled rooms. And I'm curious, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know, clearly it matters and clearly you've, you know, paid for it before, um, you know, what, what am I, you know, why me or why now yeah. or what changed or, yeah. um, or whatnot. So, you know, I, it's, it, the value what of people it is, say, do you find like, I saw your work and I really like it or what, when that's happening, is it, what is the typical, you know, uh, uh, most of the styling, um, uh, prior to me, it was done in, Oh, I see. Oh, I just lost you for a second. I think you said it was done in house. And things are getting weird. Yeah, now. a lot They're of times, weird. certainly. Like Amber is a good example in that she, you know, she is also, you know, a stylist, you know, in her own right. And um, so she, you know, it's like, what was the point? What was I getting on that? Um, why, why do they, what were the typical reasons why they, oh. you know, have, well, they've had a style? Yeah, they're just like, I think because of what you're talking about, I mean, you acknowledge like how involved it is. It's a lot and, of work. You know, <laughs> it is. And even if you can do it or are good at it, like, 
again, people that are hiring me are running businesses, not photo shoots, yeah. you know, for a day. Yeah. And so, you know, this could consume an entire week of prep and worry. Really and I'm the one here. thinking about it. Yeah. I'm the one making another list and I'm making sure that all of that, the things that we need are there. So, you know, I, I, I don't know. You don't have to answer. What's that? I said, be ready for anything. Yeah. Um, You don't have to answer this, but um, I'm going to ask it anyway. How do you bill for your time? Everyone's else, other favorite question. Um, And I'm not like unwilling to talk about it. I, because it is, you know, again, I do see the benefit in having, you know, a conversation like this and that it is something that feels new and undefined and um there isn't a clear direction or any place to really that i've found to go to get answers like that mm-hmm. um, to be i mean at all i mean even today i don't know exactly yeah specifically with styling because now we're there's a much more openness about the interior design world with podcasts and all the coaching that's coming up but this very right. specific niche like interior styling, which, you know, for me, I'm like, really like, do, is this something I want to pursue more of? But like, I also, you know, what is it? It's kind of like I, in my head, I'm going, it has to make sense for the designer. But then I also know what I'm getting paid is like to do more of like the decorating, like full projects. Um, It has to make sense for me, especially knowing, like I know how much, how much effort goes into it. I mean, the satisfaction of that end result is so incredible, but if I could just be there and everything magically be there for me to style with, that would be a dream, but that's not, that's not how it works. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. It's like, you know, how do you make the numbers make sense for a designer and yourself kind of thing? Right. Well, you know, I, it took a long time to get to where I am. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was working freelance jobs on the side of working full time. And I did give up, you know, all of my free time to do gigs for myself, to do floral stuff, to, I was doing little one-off interior styling before photo shoots. And, um, you know, with no, again, there was never a real, and honestly, still is no real reference for me on pay. I have a day rate. Okay. Um, for, I mean, specifically, I mean, again, most of the work the last couple of years has been, and not just for Amber, has been a lot of photo shoots, and which is, you know, even more involved than just styling because it's so technical. So just so I'm clear, define is styling for, okay, tell me what the difference when you say photo shoots rather than styling. Well, I've been pulled into a private home for, to help them style. And some of the shopping, some of its suggestions, some of it's like, you know, helping them, you know, vibey things like this doesn't, how do I make this space feel more warm? And like, so yeah, I've certainly done it like, without anybody else involved. It was me and a homeowner okay. through their home. Um, but so that, that I mean, that, that could probably 
would probably cost less. Again, because it would be based on the scope of the project. Like, are we just going to do like a consultation through it? Or are we going to go shopping together? Am I going shopping? Um, So there's like, there's a fee for what I would do in the house there, but then also, you know, shopping. And I certainly wouldn't, I personally wouldn't charge what I charge for a day of photo shoot styling, the same for shopping necessary or pulling memos or whatnot. So, Oh, I see. Maybe I could, I don't know. And um, kind of like you have a shopping rate versus like a day on site for photo shoot rate. Right. Right. So and like if you're doing a photo shoot, there's a portion of that, that's you getting the things that you need. That might be a different rate than your day rate, which is the more technical. Like the day rate. Skills. If I'm going to be at the house prepping for a day, that's a day. The photo shoot is an a day or however many. And for me, I work early and late. Um, yeah. Especially if I'm doing like flower market, that's like I'm getting there at like 5.36 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then I'm prepping that. And then we start shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, it could also be 12 hours. So. Yeah. You're getting your day out of me for sure. But then, yeah, I don't know. I have a conscience about like, oh, I, I get X. I know what I know that I'm worth it on a photo shoot. And I know it's expensive, but I also know that it, it, that's highly skilled at that point. That's not just me working in a room. Like I'm working with a photographer on it. It's a very, very technical process. You're doing this exactly. amazingness. Uh- Nobody can see what I'm doing, but that's okay. I know what I'm doing. She's holding the book that I'm in. (laughs) Um, Do you also have like a, for a photo shoot, let's say it was a big shoot and you have the day where you're on site for the shoot to move things Uh around, but maybe you had to go in the house and do some pre-styling. Would you have like a half day for the styling ahead? And then like, depending on how long you're there kind of thing? I can do a half day um, based on my day rate. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you're hiring me for a photo styling thing, I, you know, I basically, and I have a travel fee. Um, so I feel compensated. I mean, I feel compensated for what I get done. Again, I really don't have, I'm not going to give one because I don't have a, a, an actual numbers reference. I can't tell you yeah. what another stylist makes at yeah. A lower but you make sure that you feel good about it and I mean obviously it right. represents the talent right. feel that you bring how many shoots are you um like so do you I saw too that you do like um uh merchandising yes. uh of the two like do you have a preference of or is it just a really nice blend for you of like you know flower like floral arrangement um merchandising and styling I think that's part of what why I would be hesitant, not not open to, but I would be hesitant to take any kind of full time, fully committed mm-hmm. um, position. I do, you know, not having had an interior focused, you know, background, having you know extensive retail experience, high end, you know. Also, I, I do like it. I like, uh, it's a different kind of project. It's, you know, how do I sell this? How do I show this product in, in a beautiful way with the specific goal of wanting someone to buy it? 
uh, which is different than what I would do, say, for a a photo shoot. And um, I do enjoy it. I work in beautiful stores, so uh, it's beautiful product. Uh, You know, I'm it keeps me fresh, you know, in that I am in with live moving current products. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any like specific plan to not do that. Mm-hmm. And I do enjoy it. Certainly. Uh, you know, I've done Amber stores and I was wondering if one of these might be her stores. Um, um, I mean, I've done it. Wish... They're constantly like styling and changing everything. Yeah, so. I'm sure. Yeah, I'll be the huff on that train for a while. Sure. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? I, and I won't keep you much longer because you've already given me so much of your time. Um, but uh, my I, last... I still have a bottle of champagne. I'll be fine. I know. I feel <laughs> bad. You haven't been able... You take a sip while I uh, formulate sure. my, my question that I'm trying to ask you. Um my last question is this. Well, maybe not my last question. Um, what would be, well, what first, what is your st- styling philosophy? So Amber said um, in here, which she said, uh, your guidance with my shelf expression. And I'm curious, I'm sure that you have like your own philosophies that you, you know, that are important to you. I'm curious what some of those might be f- for you that you... Like design philosophies? Styling um, philosophy. Styling. Maybe it's about shelf styling or maybe it's uh, whatever. I, you know, I really, again, I always go back to the value of its contents. And especially, you know, what if it's in a living room, you know, and there's like a TV in the middle of the bookcase, you're going to be looking at everything around you, around it all of the time. Mm-hmm. So I it's like being um you know showcasing what's most important to you um beautifully i like like as far like i love a collection people like collect stuff i I, i'll bring it all together like Mm -hmm. pull it all you know if you have a miniatures collection then put them all in the same place and that somehow gives it more significance it's not tchotchke and spread out and like there's more of a story i think of your collection than there would be of a a, you know those objects spread on their own throughout a space um Plants and flowers is always like number one. Um, it's an expense or maintenance, um, which I think people shy away from, but the impact is like indelible and, you know, the, the most, um, the most, I'll say it emphatically, the most important thing for me, for any space, interior, retail, like mm-hmm. whatever is going to be life, you know, plant, actual yeah. life, plants and flowers. I do not like fake flowers. <laughs> I have, I've definitely like, used fake flowers because I can't keep a plant alive to save my life. But do. I mean, there are really a caveat that it has to be a really good one. There, there are very, there very are some very good ones. ones. Yeah. Um, if I, yeah, real for fun. I get attitude about it. Yeah, fair. Yeah, you know, again, it's just like, and that's not like, that's a priority in my life. You yeah. know, like my home is full of, you know, arrangements. Yeah. And um, 
that's what I'll bring to the dinner party. And oh, it's I just love like, that. It, yeah, it's well, and it's the reaction because it makes people happy and yeah. makes you feel at home. I'm feeling that. You know, it brings outside in. I'm an outdoors person anyway, and like I want plants in my house. Mm-hmm. I want, you know, a tree in the corner. Yeah. And I don't have the greenest stuff. I mean, full disclosure, as a stylist, like certainly plants come home for me from a photo shoot with yeah. And uh, you know, like much to uh, some people's, you know, sadness, I'll get rid of it when it's ugly because I would rather just I'm like, eh, you know, I'll let it go. I don't want plants I, to die. So like yeah. get it out. I'll go buy a new plant. Yeah. I uh if I can't take care of it for long enough then I'll just go get another plant. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, plants and flowers a thousand percent. Uh lighting is really important to me. I hate overhead lighting. Um you may not be able to read a book in some corners of my house because it's so, you know, moody. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think that warm lighting is uh, essential for me. Uh, I hate can ceiling lighting. I, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so does my partner Dave. He's like, haven't yeah, done it. I've got a more Huga approach to it. I mean, candles, dim lights, you know, multiple light sources. Um, I think, you know, it's like old old debate like I really see um a a sad amount of hesitation with color um I'm not neutrals I'm not mild in my color palette that doesn't mean that my aesthetic is particularly you know bold um I just I like real color like I there's not a single white wall in my own house Mm -hmm. Uh, not one yeah, I'm like literally looking around. I'm like, yeah, yeah I can no, no, see no. right above like the wainscoting yeah. there that there's like some deep red. Yeah, it's not. Um, I don't know. It just like it's just be. It's so impactful, and I hate an accent wall. Like, go all the way. Yeah, I was just talking to a client um, yesterday on a kickoff. I was like what would you be open to going all in if you know we were i mean unfortunately unfortunately she's renting so dark color the landlord said i'm all my old landlords i'm like i don't care whatever that rule is she would do it somewhere not in like maybe in her office but she's gonna have to be the one to paint it back apparently but i was like okay because like i'm not you know can we go all in as opposed to just an accent wall maybe yeah. It's a hard sell, but yeah, in the, people are that's why I urge it. It's, it is. I don't. I. I don't have that fear, um, and so. And I. I think because I. I have seen. The yeah. Of that. You. You've. And you've been confirmed. Like you've seen confirmation. You've been in spaces so many that you know it's okay. Right. Well, I'm not intimidated by the process of that either. Like the apartment thing. Like. Yeah, I, you know, until I bought this house, they were all rented apartments, but I never didn't paint the walls, which whatever that meant in the end, I'm like, it'll be worth the $300 in the end to live with this for years. And it looks and feels like me. Yeah. So I don't care. And I had, you know, almost black blue walls in my last apartment. That was like, you know, uh, you know, a choice, but 
damn, I love that room. And it yeah. was, the mood was so right. And I, people get caught up in a size thing, like, but it's a small room. I'm like, the room size doesn't change. I know. People Whatever the perception of that is, it's like, well, it's, I don't want it to make the room feel smaller. It's like, well, the room isn't smaller. So start there. <laughs> it didn't make it smaller. It's like somewhere along the way, at some point in time, someone decided painting rooms dark, small spaces dark, makes them smaller. And everybody decided that was like the truth of the world. Well, it just like, I think it's the wrong word. It makes it more intimate. Uh, I, I like think that. that you're going to steal that too. <laughs> right. But even like in an enormous, if I did like a huge modern loft and I did all the color, like it's going to, it's still a huge open loft, but it yeah. feels homier and it yeah. feels um, more tailored to the person that lives there, mm-hmm. you know, because everyone's going to choose a different color. Yeah. You know? Everyone's got a different, you know, color they're drawn to mm-hmm. um but yeah it's like it's and it seems so basic but i it, and it is but it it is like there's so much fear and hesitation from most people i mm-hmm. think around that yeah um, and that and that most often people go for what they maybe feel is a safer option mm-hmm. and that can often feel well then you and everybody else has that white wall and it's pretty, but like, how you is it? You know, is yeah. it something you can live with or like or find attractive, or does it feel like the person that lives in it? And so, like, yeah, yeah like this color feels like me. And it was controversial to some, maybe. Yeah. Um, my dark wood walls. And then I went with another dark color on top of it. But like, it feels so cozy and beautiful and accurate to the space. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely, I didn't know I was going to have a whole color chat, but like I do, <laughs> well, and I just really highly encourage it. And I am the guy that's like paints walls. I just did a store, um, really high-end store in LA. That is, there's uh, more coming on that. You'll have to stay tuned. It's all a right. project. And we, you know, I did all these like niches and, you know, recesses throughout this very modern, very white house. And we went like, black on these like inserts all the size and the ceiling and uh, it's a furniture showroom so everything in front of these all of a sudden like the whole place still feels white and bright but I put color in these little pockets that are fully showcasing this incredible furniture in there and and you know there were two owners and one of them was like all in super stoked and the other one was like what the hell are you thinking like no way I, you know, cause he was very white, like the white yeah. and, and we did black and like, no one's going to debate that decision at this point. It That's looks awesome. incredible and better than I thought it would. I knew it would look great. And I even pushed it and was like doing like the ceiling parts of these little inserts. And there was unsurety about that. And like, it's, it's just what needed to be done. It's perfect. It's black paint in a white room. And that is like, you know, a perfect example of like extremes and needing to really push it and with maximum benefit in the end and worst case scenario like we paint it white again like totally yeah it costs you know another you know 60 bucks in a gallon of paint and like it's not like yeah exactly it's totally easy to even if it's not the color that you ultimately love like you're seeing the wall now with 
an accent or you know, a full new. It could be a different color, maybe, if they decide. But so, are you saying that there's going to be like some photography of the space coming up on your Instagram soon, or? Oh, certainly. Yeah, I mean, I can't wait. New, yeah, it's like um, it's for Orange Furniture, which is extremely high end, and uh, they had a store um, on Beverly Boulevard in LA. It's amazing, and I I met and worked for them there, and then Ooh. she. Yeah, they're great. They have an open, they have a new concept for their retail model, which is a residential gallery. So mm-hmm. it's a big fancy house instead of a store. That's so it's smart. Re- it's amazing. It's amazing. What a genius a idea. Really gorgeous house in the hills with this like incredible, like I can't even, the furniture is insane. Like it's insane. And so I was there for a week and had painters and lighting hangers and the landscapers were there. I don't have anything to do with that part, but uh, it's a big, big, big project. They're sort of soft launching very soon. It'll be a big deal. Uh, we'll follow them too then. You should. Yeah. It's a, it's crazy. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm always pinching myself. I'm already following them. Would you look at bit. that? Yeah. I, I don't know how I got here, but I did. Um, <laughs> I'm going to make sure to add the notifications on. Okay, so I'm going to ask you one last question, and then you can go finish off that bottle. Um, what is, what's the one bit of advice you would give uh, somebody wanting to get into uh, styling slash merchandising? Yeah. Um, I think that, uh, you know, aside from like developing, you know, skills and talents, uh, <laughs> which I think that there are, well, but I think that there isn't a narrow range of that. You know, so I would be not intimidated by someone else's path. I think be inspired by it. But, you know, in my experience, it's been there really haven't been any concrete references that I could say, oh, I want to do what that person's doing. Um, And then what is their path to have gotten there? It's more, um, you know, I've, I've ended up where I am because I've continued to feed what feeds me back, you know, professionally. And, um, you know, so I really think it's like surround yourself in, you know, in the world that you want to be in. Also, I think that Mm. you guessed the other, that I listened to the other day that had, you know, put yourself in the right orbit. Yeah. Um, And, you know, and I did that uncomfortably at times. Like I, again, I I am, I do run shy. I, which is a surprise to most people because I am very friendly and chatty and engaging and can, that's a, that is one of my tools. Mm -hmm. And and I forced myself into networking situations. Like I didn't always want to go, I'm not, you know, super fancy LA designer guy, you know, archetypally but I went to those parties and I made sure I talked to those people and I went to those events and I went to those lectures I went to those you know panels um just to one because there's value in it's their the content there but also I did meet people there and I did get work out of things like that and I was able to I had to figure out how to tell my story and what I do and, you know, I, so I, I, I really think you have to actually put yourself out there and try to meet those people. Like, 
Kelly Worsler came because I went to her book signing and pitched myself or pitched oh my the florist I worked for. It was like, I think that we could do better flowers than you have in the store right there, which was extremely bold. Yes. She was also serving champagne at that book party. <laughs> um, <and laughs> we know that. For me, with confidence in the, my florist and friend. Yes. It wasn't like, oh, this is what I can do for you because I wasn't a florist. And I was like, but I know that we can make this better for you. And fortunately she responded. And then I did, you know, then did her store, did her office and then got to go into her home. And, you know, Ilga, you know, went on for years after I stopped working regularly with her to work for Kelly. Well, Ilga should be thanking you for. She does. She's a, she's a one of I'm sure you're thanking Olga also for like it's how she supported best. you, but man, good, good, get on. Oh, I, I know. Incredible. I don't rub it in, but I definitely, she knows where she got the Yeah, bread. she knows where her bread she, is buttered. No. no, Kelly's amazing too. And it made, it made sense too. Like I, I wouldn't necessarily be the best florist for Kelly Worsler. or Ilga was. It's just like yeah. over the top glamour. Mm-hmm. And, um, so, but, you know, it really was because, you know, could I, it was just a book signing, but I went, there were people there and that was, ended up being, you know, an incredible connection that I could have just not gone to, you know, I've met lots of, you know, uh, influencers and tastemakers because that's where they are. They, they're going to these events and I've never been, um, like to use Instagram as an example, I've never really pursued, I, I don't pursue anybody, you know, super consciously, but I don't really, I don't care how many people follow me. I care who follows me. Um, and so, you know, it's nice to get praise from people who just see pretty pictures, but I get excited when a magazine starts following me. I get excited when most of my following base is designers and photographers. That's who I care about. I mean, not that I don't care about the feedback from, you know. I get what you're saying. Sally in the Midwest or whatever, but like she's not going to hire me. Yeah. You know, and even if she appreciates my work, I'm grateful for that, but you know, I, it, that for me, it's a business tool and yeah. in my personal life, there are, are hints of it, but it's really not at all there. Yeah. You, know, you can see my relationship. You don't, there are no pictures essentially of even inside my beautiful home. Yeah. You know, I, I, I have, I, it's, it's a work tool yeah. and, um, and I use it for that. And so I'm very proud that my following, however small it is, is, uh, it's really is the quality of that. And it is designers and photographers, like photographers, maybe more are um, my primary source of, uh, uh, you know, influence. And that's who refers me. Um, photographers, it's a pretty much a hole in one. If they're hiring that photographer and they need a stylist, one, the photographer probably says you should hire a stylist. And here, you know, there are several that have me in their presentations as this is who I think you should use. And this is what he additionally costs to the photographer's fee. Um, so Good networking, oh, yeah. like also sort of cliche, but you actually have to do it and, and think about, you know, it's like I was never just going to a cocktail party. I was going there for work. Yeah. You know, I was 
very, um, it's, I've never been caught up or, you know, overly mesmerized by the beauty and glamor of what we do. It's a, it's a secondary benefit. And especially when you're gone as high end as I've gotten, that's not, that's not the reality. I'm, I'm sort of like focused on, you know, it's more enjoying the work, enjoying the people that I work with, keeping it fresh and exciting. Why I, I do enjoy doing retail as well. It is so different. It is so fluid. Um, I, I do, I don't, I don't keep a narrow focus I think, and that's been really, really helpful. It's allowed me to take different positions and jobs that um, may have been unexpected or caught paid less or um, or whatnot, but it, it's all sort of like increased my value. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm happy about all of that. Um, there isn't, again, there isn't a school to go to. There isn't like a, a place to learn, I think that, what I've learned from me in my career. Um, but, you know, again, I, the, those things, you know, aside from networking and it's, it's, it's really important to figure out your point of view. Mm -hmm. um, even, you know, mine inside of someone else's point of view. Yep. Um, and because that's why you hired me and not a different yeah. side. Like I do have a point of view yeah. and to bring uh, things together, even if they're different things that you wouldn't necessarily pick, there's the way that totally. CA brings them together. Totally. So, you know, I, yeah, I think that it's like, there's a tenacity involved. There's, um, you know, I, I think if you know who you are and know your point of view, then, um, you're able to approach it obviously far more confidently. I think that that uh, is something that my clients respond to is um, I'm often the person that says what they know that no one else wants to say or shies away from because it's contrary to maybe what their boss says or, you know, I'm, you know, my personality allows me to, um, sort of temper the delivery of that. Yes. Sometime. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Which is another skill that I, I comes to me naturally, but, you know, communication is obviously key. I've heard about, you know, one, I've heard how wonderful it is to work with me because the stylist they worked with before was like really unpleasant and, you know, someone cried on set and, you know, there's, all of these other things because people are people in life and like I, that's never going to happen with me. I, I'm going to leave it at the door. I've got lots of manager experience as well. So I, I am, you know, very, it's work, you know, yeah. I love my work, but it is, you know, my job. And so I approach it as such and I don't get caught up in, the play and the the just the things of it and the finished beautiful end production because you know it's it's it it took so much work and effort to get it there especially when it's done so well more, it's so effortlessly it looks and the effort involved yeah, so <laughs> effortless yeah um, so yeah. oh my god thank you so much for giving me so much of your time Oh yeah. DJ is truly rad. Oh. So I'm glad you live up to your website name. 
Thank, Thank you so I don't much. regret the name. I feel bad. No regrets. Bad. Yes. Yeah. Thank I you. love well, it. Yeah. Thanks for, uh, you know, being interested in what I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm going to keep watching what you're doing. I'm very excited to see, you know, the reveal of, of this. Um, yeah. There's always something new happening. I've got yeah. lots of stuff always going on. That's the latest one from last week. But yeah. Amazing. Uh, Follow me along. It's a yes, fun. I will. <laughs> Tell everybody else where they can follow along and where they can learn more about you. Instagram is everyone's favorite. Uh, I am CJ is rad at because CJ is in fact rad. I've been I'm rad. Um, that's also my website cjisrad.com. Email me CJ at CJ is rad. Wow, that's a loaded. <laughs> oh yeah, go for it. Because I have so many uh, <laughs> If you remember the beginning of this episode, I'm not the most technologically savvy, as good as I am with everything else. Yeah, we Pretty. all have our strengths, right? You have we to do. have the mental and I know, to focus on the what you do best. Well, I was going to say maybe that's another uh, one of the tips since you're asking is know what your strengths are, know what your weaknesses are, and either build, repair the weaknesses. Or know what you can't do and find someone else that can. Like, I am not a, I can be a one-man show, but I, 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 I'm usually not. And I have no problem giving credit and acknowledging that I, you know, I, everyone helps, hopefully. And so, you know, again, that's like that use your resources thing. Yeah, I'm starting to get better at that. Um, it's hard. It's hard. For, it, I mean, but... I, it's against my nature. I can do yeah. it. I'll figure it out. Me I'll just too. do it. Yeah. It's like, you know what? Yeah. Hire two guys. And then you get that done, which doesn't take what I've else I've got. Yeah. Totally. My my efforts are better spent elsewhere. I hope someone else brings champagne tonight with me. Uh, you can drink the bottle yourself. There's no shame in the game, like you said. No, no, their own bottle. I mean, I'm okay, cool. Someone else go get your own bottle. Yeah, but join me. (laughs) Well, cheers to that. This is a disgusting watered down mess now. Mm. Cool. All right. Not well, so classy. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. You too. Have a good night. All right. I'm going to work on my shelfies. Oh, I love uh, it. Yeah, you know. Take, take some Insta stories so I can follow. Oh, it's happening. I probably will. <laughs> cool. DOS is short for Designers on Social Summit. And it's an annual online summit that just brings together over 20 design influencers and social media experts to provide trainings and masterclasses for designers, decorators, stagers, and creatives to essentially learn best business and marketing growth practices. I love it. And how many, how many um, speakers do you have this year? This year we'll have between 20 and 30. Yeah. That's awesome. And guess who's part of that? This girl. (laughs) I'm talking about how authenticity can grow your business and your confidence. So I'm really excited about that and sharing some of my experiences. And um, for me, it was really focusing on, you know, authenticity is, it's such a buzzword right now, but it's people often think of it more as like, it's what you do on social media and in your marketing, but authenticity to me is, you know, very holistic and, you know, 360 with your business. It's, it's every touch point, whether it's your processes or, you know, the people you work with, you know, your, your niche. And so I'm, I'm sharing a lot about that, but so when is this, like, what can people do to register for this? Where do they go and when is it happening? 
Well, uh, DOS 2021 will be a live three-day event and is open for registrations in December of 2020. When did we? When did you say the summit is actually taking place? January 27th to the 29th, which is from Wednesday through Friday. Where can they go uh, to start seeing what's going on with uh, Designers on Social Summit? Yeah, absolutely. So the website is uh, designersonsocialsummit.com. And currently, if you were to go there uh, before, I guess, the first week of December or even the second week of December, you might be looking at 2019. Um, but uh, the, the website should be live for, for the new lineup um, as of uh, the first and second week of December. How awesome was that chat with CJ, who's pretty much style goals for me? He's just so freaking talented. Um, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, be sure to subscribe, tell a friend, and for the love of God, please leave a review. I'm itching, absolutely itching to read a new review, which reminds me, I do have a new review. And actually, it's coming from Bobby Sui, who is actually the founder of the Designers on Social Summit. So Bobby wrote, well, first of all, he gave me five stars. Thank you, Bobby. And he wrote, lucky to have lucky to know you. Have a fan had a fan. Wow, I can't read. I've had some drinks. Um, had a fantastic time on the podcast. I love that you're so brave and courageous. Everyone in the biz needs to subscribe to this. Thanks, Bobby. And yes, everybody does need to subscribe to this. So if you haven't subscribed, please do that now. Otherwise, that's all I got for now. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.